I have no idea how to start a podcast. Put the kettle on, grab yourself a beverage, or just relax. You're listening to Between Poets with me, your host, GD Bub. Joining me on the show today is the poet and occasional pianist, Liv Banneker. And in this interview, I'll be finding out if, and if so, how music affects her writing style. So Liv, are you ready? Have you, got, have you got a drink with you? You're good? I have my water with me. Yes, Fantastic. At, I've actually got a bottle of water sat next to me, so clearly we both, we're on the same wavelength right here. So yeah. welcome to the show, everybody. This is the first official podcast, if you will. I am joined by the wonderful Liv today, who is going to be... Well, this is my first time actually being a host, is the last time I was interviewed by my sister. So Liv, do you want to give uh, the audience a little rundown of who you are? Sure, putting on fun. I'm Liv, I write poetry and on Instagram, and I often play piano here and there. Um, it's been a while since I've posted, so I have to get on that. But yeah, it's just right and play music <laughs> and that's all of what I do but so, I stay between them how are you today I know the world is a crazy place how are you doing I'm doing all right I'm trying to just get through it and learn as much as I can and, and you're in you're in New Jersey aren't you yeah so it's quite crazy but in a good sense yeah well in these times it's a uh... It's a bit hit and miss with the world, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. Yeah. It so, changes changing every day. Are you, are you ready to jump into this interview? Are we all we prepared? I'm prepared as you are. Fantastic. So the first question I've got, and I think is one that for those who follow you will know, how long have you been playing the piano? Um, I bought my first keyboard at a yard sale when I was 11. And I'm 21 oh. now, so about 10 years, I guess. And is it something 11? where you play, have you like played it constantly or have you just, you know, dabbled in it here and there? Definitely dabbled. Like I've always had one, but I never really mm. decided on a schedule. I got into it and then I would get out of it. And then I found poetry and then I kind of combined those two in a way. In yeah, a so that actually... That takes me on to my next question. So what first drew you to writing poetry? Oh, that is a hard question. That was one of the hardest. Um, I think I was just inspired by, because my, my account started as a personal and then I turned mm. it into a poetry account. Yeah. And um, there are still days where I have trouble keeping everything up, but that's for a whole different story but um yeah I think I got inspired at 17 and I'm 21 now so oh, okay I just got into it more and I learned more as I aged on and there's still so much to learn so with uh sort of like playing the piano and having uh been a writer of poetry for well let's say four years now do you write for the fun of it, or is there meaning behind it? What are you looking to achieve with writing? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this because of rights. 
but I'm going to say it anyway. Like yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> I have had writers message me, like songwriters, and say, mm. can we talk about poetry? And it's like, can we talk about this? And I've spoken okay. to some producers, so it's been a fun ride to see where it takes us. It might not take us anywhere, but you never know. If a writer wants to write together, we might have to. <laughs> see, that's that's quite interesting because it's it's the concept that you're not just, um, you know, with playing the piano, you're not just one of these uh, authors or Instagram pages that are constantly writing. And it's good to know that to some degree, having your musical background, you're able to take uh, writing in a different way, if that makes sense. Right, right, yeah. I find myself playing tempo as I write. And it's like, okay, this can't be a song. This has to be a poem. <laughs> so, are you? Do you? Are you a songwriter? Would you class yourself as a songwriter as well, or do you sort of just stick to poetry? I would say I'm a poet, and then if I'm a songwriter on one certain night, I will be a songwriter for someone. Do you know? And... But that's. I can really relate to that because um, I have friends in the in the music scene as well. I have a friend that's in a band, and out of oh, nowhere, okay. I'll be sat writing, and then the next thing I know, I'm writing what could be their next single, which hasn't quite happened yeah, yet. Exactly. But I, f- I feel like poetry, in the sense uh, as a you know a, a writing language, is so easy to take it into music because, as you just mentioned. Um, writing in a tempo or writing with that sort of flow and I think it's just it's so good to be able to sort of mix between the two and this actually brings me on to my next question and I think I know the answer already so but would you say that music has developed your style to some degree? Yes this year probably I got more into um, music just because I found myself unemployed and not having anything to do so Mm. I didn't want to write much and I couldn't find the inspiration there so I just turned the piano and as like I can't read sheet music to save my life (laughs) so everything I play is just like I get an idea and it comes out and it's a minute long sometimes it's two minutes long and then I try to form a poem over it and it's like okay this could fit it, but I'm not going to try to explain that in the post. I'm just going to yeah. post this piece and have hopefully people like it. And yeah. Because, you know, for those who have been on your Instagram page, you know, I for one, you do post your, um, you know, the pieces that you compose and that you record. And I think it's such a refreshing thing to see, um, seeing Thank your... You not well your work in both senses that you're not just writing and that you are confident enough to put your piano out there as well so would did you um with your instagram page being a personal page at first were you posting um sort of piano works before you started writing poetry or have you just sort of gained the confidence to put your piano out there amongst your poetry Mm, it was definitely piano before like Mm. I always wrote but I never took it seriously until I was in my teenage years yeah and I look back on 
old poems and I'm just like I have to revise them and <laughs> re-edit them. I but, think um, everyone in the scene would just completely agree with your statement there. I look back at the pieces that I wrote when I was 18 and some of them some of them I'm quite surprised with and I'm, I give myself a pat on the back and others I just sort of um, slip under the rug and pretend they never existed. Um, no, but some of your pieces just take me <laughs> to places. Like, Thank you. Your dentist pieces are just... I don't know, when you explain how... The kitchen conversations, I think it was, mm. might have been how you walked back seven times. I feel that in a sense. Like, I don't, I do things in numbers sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, is this my OCD? Like, <laughs> my, like, I don't that's, know what this is. But that is, that's, it's, it's the ability to be expressive, isn't it? And I think that having, um, you know, I myself, I can't play any instrument for the life of me. Um, I've tried drums, I've tried guitar, I've tried ukulele. I just... But you listen to great music. Yeah, and this is um, our next conversation. So before we get into what music we listen to, would you say that you notice a change in what you're writing depending on what you're listening to? All the time. Yep. All the yeah. time. Yeah. If it's emotional, I will write something about heartache or love. If mm. it's upbeat, I will write something about personal life, like EDM and all of that, in a sense, electric music. Like, I get distracted more in the beats than I do the lyrics, and then I have to go back and listen to the song. And then I find myself writing on the song, and it's like, okay, you can't rip off the song. But, um, <clears throat> no, it's definitely, music has definitely impacted my poetry as poetry has impacted my music. Because going back to what you've just said, I would say that I live between sort of two major music classes. So I listen to a lot of sort of heavy metal um, and <laughs> post-hardcore, post if you will. And then I also, I you know, I do enjoy um, sort of folk and sort of like mm -hmm. country music. So... To some degree, that's yes, a mass variety. Indie. Yeah, exactly. So I will say when I'm listening to heavier bands like Counterparts or uh, Architects, I will. I think what I do the most is I'll listen to the set, uh, the music, and find a word, and there'll be a mm. word that sort of like screams out at me, and then I'll go from there. So I remember listening to a song last night, and if I just quickly grab my phone. The word I picked up on was um, butcher. Oh, what a lovely <laughs> word. But so that will be uh, potentially the core of my next uh, sort of song. And then when listening to something like country, I will listen more to the to the melody due to the fact that it's to some degree probably calmer. Um, yeah, and, I get that. I get that. Yeah. And my writing style will 100% vary depending on what I'm listening to. And I reckon to some degree it's probably the same with uh, most of us writers in the sense that our music taste to some degree does impact what we write. But I think for... Uh, I take you and I as example just because uh, you play piano and the fact that I have such a love for music that we probably notice yeah, it that little bit more. I've some of your songs. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like I screenshot them and I'm like, I have to check these out later. 
I just I like sharing music just because you never know who's gonna like it. Um, I found a band the other night and sent it to my dad, and he rang me the next day telling me how he listened to the whole album on a run, and I think that's just fantastic. Uh, having the ability to like share music. Yeah, that I love that sharing music with any kind of age group, especially with your parents too. Yeah, so my dad surprisingly has a similar music taste to me but i just i thought I, for some reason i just don't share music with him i think i just in my head he's so set on listening to like classic rock and that that's what i believe he listens to and for christmas i always buy him the same sort of album but music is such a impactful thing and so have mm. you listened to well we know that you have a love for edm has that been your sole music taste for most of your life, or when did it develop? Oh, um, there's like a background story to it, but I don't want to take up much of your time. Um, no, I write about addiction too because that ran hmm. into my family. But um, Elenium is yep. an artist who has inspired me a lot, and his one single, uh, Take You Down, and um, that was about his addiction and how he faced it, and how he overcame it for his mother, which in a sense, it just overwhelms me because I lost my mother, not from addiction, but because of what she put herself through all of the years. Oh, bless. Thank you. Thank you. But it made me really jump into him more. And then I found myself being able to write about heavier topics, listening to his music. So in a sense, he has helped me with writing and music-wise. See, I really enjoy that concept because it's not something I would have necessarily thought of and it's um, quite inspiring in a sense to find that you have been able to push yourself as a writer through a, uh, a love for an artist. So, you know, I listen to a lot of music, as I have said, but I would never say that um, one has particularly influenced me in a sense. So in my interview with my sister, I mentioned a an artist called Trey the Ruler, who's mm-hmm. a, a spoken word artist. And yes, to some degree, he's given me inspiration to do more spoken word, but it's so, uh, I think, enlightening. Oh, you should. I is... definitely agree with that. <laughs> Not to no. cut you off, I definitely agree no. with that. <laughs> But it's just, it's so good to hear that you're able to connect with another artist on that level to the point that he's developed you. Right. So. Thank you. No, of course. Um, So you said that you, you know, you've been on Instagram for quite a few, quite a long time with it being a personal page at first. How did you find transitioning from it being sort of a personal page to a poetry page on Instagram? It was very weird. I decided to turn my page into, like, the creator's page. Mm, yep. Just just for fun one night, because I went to a friend, and we played with neon paint. And <laughs> I uh, put it all over my keyboard, and then I just decided to promote the picture, because I don't know, I was 19 and impulsive. <laughs> and then it just kind of was like, oh, it took off. And I was like, it's a piano picture. And then I started writing poetry, and it was very, very not my style then. So I took it down, and then 
I rewrote and got more into posting it on my story than on mm. like my whole page. Mm. So there's highlights in my page that if I don't post the pieces, you can still read everything I write if I post them. So it's interesting because you and I have had this discussion already in the sense that it's easy to want to delete things that you don't like on Instagram and that I myself struggle with keeping work on there that I've posted and that I just don't love anymore because of I just I don't want it on there and I know that we've discussed the fact that uh, it's so easy just to want to archive everything and start over again yeah right exactly it's so hard to keep everything up and it's like you look back and you find I found a word conceited was the word <laughs> and I had it up for like three weeks and I realized wow this word is spelled wrong and no one called me out on it and I just wish someone would have messaged me or said hey this the amount of times I've found like just a tiny grammatical error but it's annoyed me that much that I've had to delete it because I just can't bear it being there yeah I deleted it and I reposted it and I was just like I can't keep it up it's just hard like it makes me cringe inside that I did that <laughs> do you feel that uh posting your musical talent has helped you connect with the community because I uh, you know I've spent time looking at your work and on your page and it's so good to see that the community getting involved and having discussions with you on your posts. But do you believe that having this uh, second creative outlet has helped connect with others? Yes, I have. I have spoken to a few people about music and poetry, and then they've told me stuff about their life, and I've told them stuff about mine. So we've definitely connected. I've connected with female writers. Hmm male writers, non-binary writers, everyone, pretty much. And um, they've all had positive things to say or have told me stories, and I just felt compelled to tell them the story back. So it's just, it's been a two-on-two thing. As a, uh, well, I say creator, but as a an active user on Instagram, I'm quite honest with how I feel about the platform and how it affects my uh, sort of mental health and you know all this and all that. How do you feel using Instagram yourself? Do you find it a positive experience or you know I don't I don't really know where I was going with that question, but yeah. I have found it positive and draining at the same time. You have to definitely give yourself moments where you need to step back and, like, just think, okay, I'm listening to music today and I'm not going to go on Instagram because I can't look at this, but I will look yeah. at everything tomorrow. So I, I'm, again, very honest with how it affects me in the sense that, to some degree, I care too much about numbers and my growth of my page. Is that something that you are concerned about or are you literally just there for a good time? Mm, I think in the beginning I was very like, okay, I have to grow. I have to grow to become something. And it's just, it made me realize, no, you have to write for how you want to write. And then I got bigger, which is wonderful. I'm grateful mm. for the platform I have and have been able to share with others 
Um, but I do find it sometimes where I have to, like, okay, I have to set my phone down and, like, leave it be for a couple hours or days. <laughs> you know, it's good to hear that I'm not necessarily the only one in uh, in the boat, if you will, and that, yeah, yeah you know, m- I myself, I was so conscious with numbers at the beginning and it creeps up and I have to constantly tell myself, you know, I need to write for for me and to not care about right. the the comments or what anyone else is doing. And I think that being such a big social media platform, it is easy to get sucked in. But what advice would you give to not necessarily just poets, but creators that are starting out on social media? I would definitely use poetry tags because they get you a long way. Just, you mm. know, just hashtag poetry of Instagram, all of that. It's simple super easy just and tagging that like account that will feature you for free because that's how that's what started me and as you know i'm sure you are i think you are one of the heads for one of them or you work for yes i work for untwine me canada actually yeah yes untwine me it's the untwine me so as i grew i realized like okay i should stop tagging these accounts but tag poetry in my page but anyone that's coming on just keep the courage and don't don't stop because i mean if you stop you just you're not gonna get anywhere yeah you have to just keep going but it's super easy to get lost in when you become bigger and it's it's hard on yourself sometimes so you just have to just realize when you take a break but i found a lot of poets that have only hundreds of followers that write astonishingly and it's just like wow how are you not releasing three books by now <laughs> this actually that is such a good point so for example uh will uh, disposable poems i know he, will i love him he is an amazing writer and i think about a month ago i helped him get to 500 followers that boy deserves the world he is such a good writer the other day yeah oh really he is a great writer yeah i told him i want to write with him as soon as things seem to calm down and i want to write something <laughs> but i um, just yeah he seems down uh, you know, as you've just said, like he deserves more of a following. But then it comes down to the point of like uh, the sense that a following doesn't determine his ability. Like you wouldn't look at his work and of go, course, oh, yeah. oh, okay, he's only got a few hundred followers. He is a fantastic writer, and he's a very good example of having to keep that mentality of like, oh, okay, followers don't matter if I can write like this. As well as artists, I feel like I've met some great artists that just write poetry on paintings. Like, Mm -hmm. they combine them in a duet, and it's just like, or whatever, a collaboration. And Mm. it's wonderful. I've met people who write and bring their art together, and it's just like, how, how do you do that? wow, I wish I had that talent. But it's just like, oh, it's so simple. Well, in in some degree, you're doing exactly the same thing. You're bringing your work and your poetry together, which is 
fantastic and that uh, you know it's just one Maybe spoken word away from being uh, you know a hit to some degree yeah well we could write a song or a poem sometime yeah i'm down <laughs> <laughs> all the time i mean i'm unemployed but pandemic's lifting so i don't know what's going on now. yeah it's a, it's a it's a fun life isn't it being unemployed it is it's been a fun 2020 <laughs> So apart from just, uh, you know, dabbling in piano and writing poetry, what is, do you have a goal that you're currently working towards? Do you want to compile a collection? Do you want to do some collaborations? What are your current projects? Um, collaborations? I'm working on just piano with my friend Mal. She's a great pianist. We mm-hmm. just go back and forth on stories. Um... I'm working with Will on a collaboration as soon as things settle. Just not settle, but so much more yeah. than um, as things go on, as I find time where I can write. And I'm in that frame of mind where, okay, let's focus and write. I don't want to half-ass him in a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Because you... um, he's a great writer phenomenal that that boy has got so he much talent so, i found him from you essentially i really I think we were doing prompts yeah i think it was your first round of prompts that i did and i found him from featuring you or you featuring him and i found him and i was just like whoa how do you only have 128 followers like you deserve oh 1100 by now and I'm so grateful because he always uh, seems to be up for doing prompts or, you know, getting involved in all these sort of projects that I'm doing. Um, we have a, a little group chat, bless, um, you know, so we just discuss things every now and then. Um, but if we go on to my next question quickly. So I th- well, I'm not sure it's a, a goal for every writer because it, it wasn't a goal for me. But is creating something like a book something that you want to achieve or is it not really a plan of yours to some degree? Before starting the whole poetry, it was I had the title planned. I have two books of poetry planned. It's just oh, okay. a matter of editing and all of that and that takes like a year in itself. <laughs> um, oh. But I just have to combine them and then talk to publishing if I get into self-publishing, all of that fun stuff. Yeah, you've um, now got a big decision to make if you want to self-publish yeah. or if you want to be published. But, oh, okay, I didn't know that you were you had that to some degree ready. It, it, there's like 300 poems, but they definitely have to be revisited. <laughs> that is um, a substantial amount of content. I'm very impressed. Thank you. And just writing as a story, as like a book, I'm writing hmm. uh, a not two, two books in the midst of writing two books, but we'll see how far that gets me. I might quit in the middle of it. Who knows? Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't but, know that. What are they, are they just, uh, can I get any teasers as to what they are? Oh, oh yeah. That, um, I guess they would be just, describe as like a woman and woman poetry like not poetry in book format um so they would both be female relationships and I write 
a lot on that sometimes too. Mm. LGBTQ pride and all mm. of that. So it was just the stories about a detective and um, a musician. So we'll see where that so goes. So you, you can take a little bit of a personal experience and put it into the book. Yeah, because I know nothing about being a detective. <laughs> so I have to do my research as I have to do so much more research. I've watched People enough Sherlock Holmes in my time to to pretend right. that I'm a detective. Right, I can I can just ask you for tips. Yeah, I'm You've I'm always available. A book, so have you have you found that it's hard to promote yourself sometimes? Yeah, so I express this on Instagram quite a bit in the sense that, um, so for example, I look at uh, Maddie Stauder who just released uh, Loved and Let Go. And she spent a good week or so promoting her book, which is fantastic. It looks great, and she made yeah. great book sales. But I just haven't promoted enough. I think it comes down to me just being too... not Insecure is not the right word. Too paranoid of just annoying mm-hmm. people. Like, I, you I know, feel I don't, that, though. Like I uh, posted twice yesterday pictures of my book and I just don't want to be that person that's constantly promoting it. But as my sister said to me, if I don't promote it, then people aren't potentially going to know. So there's yeah. that really fine line of promoting it and potentially making the sales or just not and hoping for the best, which is unfortunately the route that I've gone down. Uh, but no, I have not found marketing very easy to some degree unfortunately yeah right and marketing is like something i have to look into too <laughs> um I, th- but... I think my best advice is if you let's say you knew your book was going to come out in march you need to be promoting it in january um Definitely. so if we look at um Alexa- uh, alexandra she is promoting her book subliminally mm. i don't know if, i don't know if i'm supposed to be saying this um but she's promoting her book title all the time just people don't necessarily know about it because she's doing it uh, subliminally so when it comes mm. to it people be like ah okay that's what this is um and i yeah, i just didn't do enough so it's you know it's good that i can share my experience with you and hope that in the future when you come to do it that you will have you know the knowledge to be able to succeed a little bit better because I'm not sad about what I didn't achieve it's just taught me enough for my next book or my third book or yeah. you know wherever I seem to go in life well I hope you write more because I'm only in the middle of it's right here it's actually like literally laying on my bed <laughs> that just makes one... me feel very wholesome <laughs> oh my god don't get me on the title I swear but when the water washed me away? Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. I hit it. Thank God. <laughs> and that, I, no. I was so close to not even using that title, actually. Um, I, I love it, to be honest. I love the title and the poems in it. I've only gotten to 32 so far. It's like I have to breathe every time I breathe. <laughs> out of pages. <laughs> I really, you know, as, a, as an author, I really appreciate you having invested in me and it you know it does mean so much and unfortunately i've just not been able to oh, invest yeah, in in anyone in the community due to this pandemic there's so many books on my 
wish list. I just haven't been able to get around to it. Yeah, exactly. I feel that. I feel that. So many are in my account, and I'm just like, do I buy it from here? Do I buy it from here? Should I just message them and tell them to send me their PayPal? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, because, you know, sometimes marketing doesn't always give you the full price, and it's like, nope. that sucks when the book's, like, 20 bucks, and you only get seven. So it's like, yeah. I'd rather kind of pay you if you'd want to send it to me, if you trust me with your info unfortunately uh, royalties aren't the best thing in the world but i can't complain at the end of the day i'm just grateful that uh, you for example have a book on your bookshelf oh yeah i love it i'm so excited to read more it's just it's been crazy the last few months just with everything going on i haven't had time to read so i want to sit down and read just dedicated night to read and shut off my phone but I also do music when I read, so that's kind of hard. <laughs> so speaking of reading, this is the point in the show that I would invite my guests to do a performance of their piece. Are you happy to do a performance? I will do a performance. Yeah? And it's one of your prompts that I've written on. It is, yeah, it is actually. And I think it ties in very well to our whole topic. So a few weeks ago, or about a month ago, I did a set of prompts which I cannot remember the life for the life of me now, but one of them was when that song comes on. And I think it was such a good opportunity for artists like yourself and myself to really explore how music is an influence. Mm. And even looking at, you know, your piece and my piece, there's such a difference in how we've gone about it. But I'm sure the listeners are avidly excited to hear what you've written what you've written. Thank you. I'm 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 nervous to read, but like you've seen me read, so <laughs> this will be honestly okay. the amount of times that I've done performances and just got things wrong. It'll, it'll be all right. Whenever whenever you're ready, if you want to jump you in. You read this live perfectly though. Like I was, I mean I'm always stunned, but it was just beautiful the way that you read it. So I was very thrilled with that. Like it's the, it's always different. Right hearing someone else read your work because they potentially read it in a different uh, way so I'm interested to see how you read this because I know how I read that if that makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I changed it up a bit since then so yep. it's a little different but um, I have it up right now so yeah. <clears throat> I will read that in a second and just to make sure where is it okay. this is a good sound for you yeah crack on Okay, and this is when that song comes on, and it's a prompt by George. (laughs) Tinkering piano fiddles in between an unrealistic tempo of 118 beats per minute. Somehow it fits. Melancholy has always rested home in me. The same way these strings develop a structure with melody. Left, right, left right. If only I'd get this right. Faded heartbeats sounding off a little just like mine. One, two, three. I can't help but count the ticks in my head between these silent cracks and a red light at 4am that I'm stuck at. This must be what streaming in sophistication feels like. 
realistically in the present, but I cannot fathom changing the station. When that song comes on, a high of euphoria alone, I embrace escaping this world by these heavy helium scents and a raw message that's felt, diving deeper to feel free from the fear that silence will bring once it's finished. Yay! Thank you. I appreciate you for truly having me on. And as your first guest, that's even, like, a bigger... That makes me nervous and excited, and I'm so excited to see where this goes off for you. I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here. And I'm excited for your next book. Did we get any info on that? Yeah, it's going to be exactly the same as my first one, just a lot better. I, oh, I like, think. oh, cool. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I feel like I have sort of really found myself recently, um, and it's just full of what I would consider. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's necessarily better work, it's just I feel like it's more who I am. Right. As always, we're changing, so it's like you have to change as your poetry. Like, you have to change with your poetry. I just want to quickly discuss what you've just read because I remember having uh, read it on Instagram and I'm still, the line and the red light at 4am that I'm stuck at just sort of sticks with me because having you just said, uh, you know, we're constantly changing, this piece to me feels like there's sort of a a change in your, uh, well, not just the rhythm of the piece, but you can really hear a change in how you are that makes sense oh thank you i'm i'm like so floored right now by this but yeah i get you what you mean but when you read it live it was so magnificent like i love hearing how people interpret it and how they can and we both get it how just with music and writing and how it's impacted us both because the, the listeners at home obviously can't see the piece, but the first line is tinkering pianos fiddle in between an unrealistic tempo of 118 beats per minute. Somehow it fits. So there, there is this sense of anxiety and stress and, uh, you know, internal turmoil. Yet you get towards the end where it comes towards, uh, I embrace escaping the world by these heavy helium synths, a raw message that's felt. So it's that sort of release and knowing how sort of involved you are in music and your love for EDM I can feel the you know the increase in the B and the drop if that makes sense without that being really cringy Mm. to say no I get it completely not cringy at all like I love that you can understand that and I love that oh you just get it as a writer and like a lover for music even Though you say you don't play instruments, I'm sure you could kill it at drums if you... Or guitar, I don't know what you'd be I think the main question here is, can you remember what you were listening to when you wrote this? When that song comes on, it was probably... Let me... I will check the date because I posted it, so it won't be the, the version I read but it's on the page. I wrote this May 6th. I think I was probably listening to Elenium, to be honest. It was yeah. 
probably Elenium. He released a song with uh, Prevail. I might be pronouncing it wrong. I feel yeah, like he, you like them. Um, I Prevail. Oh, God, I can't remember what I song prevail. it was now. Let me see if it's I can quickly... Feel something. Yes. I think I recommended it to you just because I heard the ending of it in the streaming and I knew, okay, that just sounded George. Me. Like, I will, I will admit I have it. listened to it and actually since having that discussion I've actually gone back and found quite a few you know older EDM songs that I listen to so a lot of um oh I'll probably get this wrong Seven Lions mm. I think Seven is a Lions. Oh, and, I, I know them um you know people like that that's what I was listening to at 16 or well 18 and driving to school so I can really sympathize with your love for the music and you know as we've just read this and we've discussed i really can see the the rhythm and the tempo in it and now now having known this when i look at your work i can see it in it and i hope that the listeners of of this podcast will go back and look at your work and they'll hopefully see the influence of music in in what you do I, I hope people go look at your work and the purchase your book because it's wonderful and I'm not even halfway through it. Oh, thank and you, Liv. I'm very excited for the next one to see what's next, even though I still haven't finished the first. <laughs> but um, it'll be it'll be great. I love that we both can connect on music in a sense and just with our poetry and. You are very descriptive in your pieces, I've noticed. Like, just the way you write is just astonishing. I love how you take me to when you wrote about the dentist's office, you took me right to the dentist's office. And I was just like, I love poets that can do that. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that, Liv. And likewise. So thank you very much for coming on. Do you want to, is there anything you want to say to the audience before you leave? Um... Keep writing, keep striving for change, and brighter days are ahead, hopefully. So for anyone that wants to to find Liv, you can find her on Instagram at Livy Writes Poetry, is that correct? Yes. Fantastic. Well, Liv, again, thank you for being here. I hope you have the most wonderful evening in New Jersey. George, thank you for having me on as your first guest. I am honored and I am excited to see where we go from here. And if you do more prompts, I'm excited to join in on them. Thank you so much for listening to the Between Poets podcast. If you'd like to follow me, you can find me on Instagram at g.d.bub. But until next time, stay happy. Stay healthy and stay hydrated. Bye.